On today's episode of Locked On Syracuse, we take a look at the most important position in football. That's Garrett Schrader, and that is the quarterback position for Syracuse. And I'll tell you what, Garrett Schrader returning from injury is the sole reason that I believe Syracuse can have a successful season. That is how important he is. That is what he can do for Syracuse this football season. It's your Locked On Syracuse Wednesday episode. Let's get right to it. You are Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up? What's happening? Welcome into your Wednesday episode of Locked On Syracuse. I'm Owen Valentine saying hello, good morning, whenever you're watching this, and welcome into Locked On Syracuse. Thank you so much for making us your first listen today and every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today, we talk the quarterback position for Syracuse football. And good news for Syracuse is this team has a veteran at the helm, taking snaps under center in Garrett Schrader. And I don't think I can undersell or oversell the importance of Garrett Schrader and having experience as your starting quarterback, a a guy with a a lot of skills. And if you look at his numbers from last season, uh, in, in terms of ranks courtesy of our friends over at PFF, was fourth in the conference in overall grade at an 86-1, fourth in the conference in passing grade, fourth in the conference in quarterback rushing grade. His big throw rate, which is a big-time stat that, that sort of measures the explosiveness, his ability to get those big plays, third in the conference behind May and Jordan Travis, who are you know your cream of the crop, the upper echelon of quarterbacks in the Atlantic Coast Conference. These are all ACC rankings, I might say. He's a guy that struggled with injury, and he is coming back from injury. Uh, Had a procedure done at the end of last season, ended up resulting in him missing the spring season. But everything we see, we've heard it from Coach Babers, we've heard it from Garrett Schrader, says he's back and better than ever, that the problem seems to be fixed, and that he is able to play at full strength and be what you need him to do. I will say, uh, I apologize, I forget who reported it, they are going to, and this was from the press conference today, actually, I believe, they're going to keep Babers, or not Babers, Schrader, on sort of a pitch count situation where he's not throwing all too much, allow him to build into the season when things get started. Almost like your early season pitchers where you're going to go out, throw a few innings. You've got, you know, for what it's worth, Chris Sale in Syracuse pitching for, for the Woo Sox tonight against the Syracuse Mets, doing a three-inning start to kind of get back into the swing of things. That's what you're going to see from Schrader in preseason camp, which is getting started this week. You're going to see him ease his way back in, get back under center, get back taking snaps, and run this offense. Now, I will say this about Garrett Schrader, and you can say it as a good, you can say it as a bad. This is Garrett Schrader's fifth offensive coordinator in five years. Right, He has seen so many different coaches, so many different systems, so many different styles, which I do think in the grand scheme of things, obviously you want that consistency. You want that relationship. 
between coach and quarterback. And you do get that as this is year two playing for Jason Beck, who was the quarterback's coach last year. A little promo to offensive coordinator come this season. They have that relationship. But being able to get that feedback, that input, that system, and so many different styles from five coaches and five offensive coordinators is something that can allow Garrett Schrader to find success. Because as you grow and you continue to expand the number of coaches you play for, you can continue to expand that football knowledge, that football IQ, and your ability to make things work in different situations. I do like the fact that you do have some consistency this year, obviously, as we talked about, with Schrader and Beck uh, becoming close, becoming familiar. And I do think that because you've got that experience for Garrett Schrader, this is year three now with Syracuse, and he's gotten significant play, uh, significant run in the last few seasons. Obviously, some issues at the end of last year, recovering from injury, trying to play through injury wasn't 100% by any stretch of the imagination. But this is a guy that was a key reason to Syracuse getting to 6-0 last season. A guy that was a key season or a key reason in Syracuse's success when they saw it last season. And I do think that Schrader and his skill set and the ability to be that dual threat quarterback that can drop his head, drop his shoulder, and get you extra yards on the ground. And also, we've seen improvement in the air raid that they're running and the ability to pass. I would like to see some more success from Garrett Schrader this season in terms of efficiency and effectiveness throwing the deep ball. That was my biggest concern with him last season was it felt like he was killing it inside 20 yards, maybe to 25 yards. You found that success, quick outs, quick passes. And that was Syracuse's bread and butter last season were those quicker passes, those shorter uh, routes that you're seeing from receivers on uh, the Aronde Gadsden slot spot where he, you know, he's taking snaps outside, taking snaps at the slot, taking snaps uh, and your true tight end role. Uh, a lot of your success you saw in those quicker passes. What I do want to keep an eye on for Garrett Schrader this season is the growth, if there is some, in terms of that long ball. What can he do throwing the ball deep, throwing that 40-yard pass that you've got a guy open downfield with a step or two on the cornerback or on the safety, whoever it is. Can you execute that throw? You saw it occasionally. There were spurs and moments where it shined. I'd love to see that more consistently because I think that can elevate Garrett Schrader to the next level. I think he has the potential to lead this team to success. And that's where we'll go after a quick break here because Garrett Schrader has that skill set, has that ability, and now has that experience to bring Syracuse to the next level. After the break, we'll talk the fans. You voted on Twitter at LO underscore Syracuse for how we think success-wise you can see Garrett Schrader, the confidence in terms of Garrett Schrader. We'll break that down in one second after this break, and then we'll take a look at how far we do think that Syracuse can be taken under the heading of the man at the helm. Not Dino Babers right now. I'm saying at the head of the offense, and that is Garrett 
Schrader. So we will see what happens with that. But before that, let's take a second to chat about our friends from LinkedIn Jobs. And LinkedIn, let's get our overlay up. Give me one second and we will get right to it. LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Then add your job, the people or the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. Spread the word that you're hiring. It's simple tools like screening questions. They make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. You're streamlining the process. You're making things perfect. You want to find the right candidate, just like you want to find the right head coach. You want to find the right starting quarterback. It's the same thing in football as it is with your small business. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competition. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Host your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Owen Valentine here on your Locked On Syracuse Wednesday episode. We're talking Garrett Schrader, and a little bit later in our episode today, we'll talk about the quarterback depth chart situation as you've got two guys vying for uh, that QB2 role. And as many people know, that has been a position of value the last few seasons, right? Last year, you had uh, Schrader struggled with some injury. Uh, DeVito had his issues. Schrader steps in two seasons ago or a few seasons ago. Uh, Dungy ha- had some issues where, where Tommy DeVito came in, right? You are frequently seeing that QB2 taking significant steps. So we'll take a look at that to close out our show today. But before that, I want to talk about how far the experience of Garrett Schrader can take this team. And I wanted to lead talking about the confidence that people have in Garrett Schrader at this point in time. Because it is important to know he battled through injury uh, with the ankle, the lower body a little bit last season. He had a shoulder or what is it, an arm procedure on the throwing arm after last season came to a close. So this is a guy that has struggled with injury and is coming back from injury. So there is some reason for concern. However, let's take a look at the confidence meter. So we've got zero to 25%. That's 4% of the population, just about 100 or hundred votes at this point in time over at LO underscore Syracuse on Twitter. Uh, if you ever want to join the conversation over there. Uh, 4% of the population saying zero to 25%. I think that's a little harsh. On 20% or 19% says 26 to 50% is that confidence feeling with regards to Garrett Schrader. The biggest chunk is that 51 to 75% confidence in Schrader. That's 41% of our respondents. And then the second biggest chunk at 36% is that 76 to 100% threshold. The majority of people have... Uh, are showing confidence in in Schrader, 50% or more confidence. And if you recall, our our everydayers, our frequent listeners, people that have been here longer, uh, the Garrett Schrader confidence meter was something that I had returned to many, many times last season. At this point in time, 
I want to throw it out there that we haven't seen much in terms of him throwing. There have been a little bit, some instances, some clips that might have, you know, uh, rose their way to the top. But heading into preseason ball and preseason camp, there is a lot we still need to look into with Garrett Schrader. Right now, I will put my confidence level in Garrett Schrader at a 55%. That will be revisited the more I see him. But I want to say this and take it for what it's worth. I, I can't give him 75%. I can't give him 80% based on a Dino Babers, oh, he's coming back stronger. He is better than ever. That's what you say. That's what you say when your quarterback's coming back off of injury. And you guys know, the people that listen to me every day know that I have uh, some doubts in terms of what you can actually get information-wise from a Dino Babers press conference. Because my argument is that you can actually learn almost nothing from a Dino Babers press conference, barring maybe some injury news that he keeps under lock and key. Uh, you ask him a question, he gives you an analogy. He was asked a question today in his first press conference. This is Tuesday night I'm recording this. So yesterday in his first press conference of the season. And what was his answer? I woke up at 4 a.m. last night and I watched the equalizer. What, what is that answering? I'm relaxed. I'm calm. He doesn't give answers. We know that. So is this an actual answer? Is he's back and better than ever worth reading into? Not yet. Okay, but I'll tell you what. This week, next week, the week after that, we're going to start seeing tangible evidence of what Garrett Schrader can do, of how he returns from this injury. And I will say, if he returns to this team and to this role as strong as Dino Babers and Garrett Schrader have advertised, I do think that is incredibly important and 1,000% indicative of the success that Syracuse football can have this year. I want you to know, this is the most important season for Dino Babers. He is vying for more time on a contract. He's vying for an extension. He's trying to plead his case as to why he deserves to stay in Syracuse as the head coach of this football team. Garrett Schrader, with a good season, with a good return, and playing the game of football that we have seen him play time and time again, when we've seen him be successful, has the ability to save Dino Babers' job. And I'll tell you what, Dino Babers needs to be with Garrett every day, making sure he's good, making sure he's healthy, making sure he's got everything he needs. Because Garrett Schrader is the make or break to Dino Babers' coaching career in Central New York. And I do mean that. Because a bad season out of Schrader means a bad season for Syracuse football, means that Dino Babers, see ya. Is that good news? Is it bad news? I know a lot of people love Dino Babers. I saw on Twitter, Dominic Valerietti or Valer whatever your last name is, I'll get it one day, uh, loves Dino Babers, said he's his favorite coach of all time. I'll give you the shout for that one. There are a lot of people, maybe myself included, maybe they don't feel the same exact way. He's a guy that's likable. He's a kind guy. I have no problem with Dino the person. Uh, I, I want to see more. And I think Garrett Schrader, if he has a strong season, is going to, whether you like it or not, force Syracuse's hand in terms of whether or not Dino Babers continues at Syracuse University.
So how far can Garrett Schrader take this team? I just got off the lockdown ACC preview and they asked me, you know, what can Syracuse do this year? Can they be a dark horse contender for the ACC? No. But Garrett Schrader and, you know, a few other pieces, you throw in a Rondé Gadsden, you throw in LaQuint Allen, who averaged nearly seven yards a carry last year. You throw in defense that has experience. There are some question marks, but you've got some veteran guys. You're two leading sack getters. From last season, your leading tackler, uh, Marlo Wax, uh, in there, Caleb Okachuku in there as well. And then you've got veteran pieces and important pieces coming back, but you've got some question marks. I think Garrett Schrader can help uh, alleviate a lot of those issues, sort of the way Eric Dungy alleviated a number of issues uh, towards the end of his career. His ability to problem solve, his ability to get out and move, his ability to do things of that nature helped to sort of put a bandage on some of the issues that maybe those 2017, 2018 teams had for Syracuse football. I think Garrett Schrader and his skill set and that similar play style to Eric Dungy has the ability to also mask some question marks, such as the offensive line such as can LaQuint Allen actually play as well as we saw him play in sparse snaps and in a bowl game last year? Who steps up in terms of the receivers outside of Aranda Gadsden? Who else can you do things there? I think this is the big player and, and the guy that you need to be able to have that success moving forward and have a successful season. And this is Syracuse football. And we know as well as anybody that a successful season for Syracuse football is playing a 13th game. You're not in a spot, right? You see so few teams, and there was an article on this the other day, that can make the jump from middle of the pack, and middle of the pack is a little bit generous even, to college football playoff contender, right? That's not what Syracuse is. And I believe the two teams were Oregon and Clemson that you saw do it recently make that big jump to become contenders, to become, you know, perennial ranked teams, perennial top 15 guys, uh, whether they had struggling seasons here and there, of course, struggling moments, yes. But teams that you expect year after year after year, a team so good in Clemson that they are projected or in the ACC preseason poll were picked to win the ACC when you've got Florida State with one of the best football teams in the country. I would put Florida State in the college football playoff before I put Clemson in the college football playoff right now. But that is just what the Clemson name has developed. Can Syracuse make that jump? No. This is not something they're going to do. But Garrett Schrader has that ability, has that veteran poise, and has that spark that you see, and I want to see more and more and more develop into a flame maybe. He's got that, and I think he can bring Syracuse to a bowl game, which is the threshold that Syracuse football needs to be based on right now. You want to make a bowl game every single year. You could switch it to you need to make a bowl game every single year, and that's what Syracuse needs to do. Well, all right, we'll finish off our episode today talking a little bit about the quarterback depth chart. We know Garrett Schrader is going to be the starting quarterback. But as I teased a little bit earlier, the backup quarterback sees the field with Syracuse football, whether it's because of injury, 
whether it's because of struggling quarterback, whether it's for whatever reason you find, the backup quarterback sees significant snaps for Syracuse. And there are two guys that really can make that conversation and should be in that conversation. And I think what you'll see is early on, and especially maybe in that that preseason depth chart, that first depth chart that you see come out, your QB2 is going to be Carlos Del Rio Wilson. That would be my prediction. The Florida transfer, he knows the system better uh, in theory. A guy that comes back for year two, working once again with former quarter or not former quarterbacks coach, with Jason Beck, who was the quarterbacks coach last season and is now the OC this time around. I like that. And I, I think that's going to loom large early on in this conversation. When you look at a guy like Carlos Del Rio Wilson, uh, who, who came in and had some moments last year. I will say moments. Uh, it wasn't great. I, I thought he was going to be good. He came out. He scored a touchdown that first possession against Notre Dame. Uh, I was like, okay, this guy's legit. Don't play Hurt Schrader. Play Carlos Del Rio Wilson. I was wrong. Schrader was still the answer. Del Rio Wilson was not the solution uh, that this team needed. However, you look for that growth. And that growth comes with consistency. It comes with familiarity. It comes with knowing the offense, the scheme, who you're playing for, who's your play caller at this point in time. And that will help. However, I will say this. I do really like the other option for quarterback too. And that's South Carolina transfer Braden Davis. Now Davis transferred to Syracuse. Uh, I will say as a result of a few things, one of them, Justin Lamson, who I was really, really high on, uh, especially based on his performances in spring games the last two years, transfers out. And also, remember all that disappointment? I'm not over it. I'll throw that out there. When Lenora Sellers flip-flopped on Syracuse to commit to South Carolina on signing day, well, the reason Braden Davis is playing for Syracuse, the reason Braden Davis is on this Syracuse football team and he transfers away from South Carolina is because of Lenoris Sellers. I like Braden Davis. I will say this. I'm grasping at straws here. There's not footage from him last year. He didn't play in games last year for South Carolina. I am piecing together info. This is a guy that was a Gatorade uh, player of the year type guy. Uh, great success uh, in, in his high school career. Can that translate to the next level? I don't know. That is something, and I believe Mike McAllister uh, with Sports Illustrated was talking about this a little bit in an article of things to watch uh, for Syracuse heading into preseason camp. This backup quarterback battle is something worth watching. I'll give the early nod to Del Rio Wilson just because I think knowing the system and that familiarity is important and is paramount in this situation. But keep an eye out on Braden Davis because I think next season, a year where, yes, you're going to bring in uh, a big-time quarterback recruit. Look at what's happening. Look at these two guys because it is hard to be a true freshman quarterback coming in, even if you are a top-tier quarterback, Jakari Williams. Even if you are a four-star guy, even if you are or were rated in the top 10 quarterbacks in the country by certain recruiting sites, and you have seen 
since the commitment, the, you know, you committed to Syracuse, let's dink the ratings a little bit sort of scenario uh, with Jakari Williams. But you bring him in, I think you want one more year before you go with Williams. I'd be shocked to see him start as a true freshman. Does he have that skill? Yeah, he does. But would it help to be able to have a year with Jason Beck, learn the system, learn things, learn from Del Rio Wilson. It'll be year three uh, under Beck uh, as, as his coach in some capacity. Maybe that helps. But keep an eye on this situation in preseason camp along with some other things. That'll do it for today's episode of Lockdown Syracuse. If you're looking for more, uh, you can always follow along with us on Twitter at LO underscore Syracuse. My reactions to big news, uh, retweeting other people. Uh, there are a lot of people that help this show run. Uh, I appreciate all of them. Mike McAllister, um, the people at uh, Syracuse.com, Emily Liker uh, does amazing stuff. Uh, there are so many people to follow. I can't name them all, uh, but check them out, please. Uh, great stuff as always. Uh, we'll try to chat with them in the coming weeks leading up to this season. If you want me to hit on something, feel free to comment if you're watching on YouTube, uh, if you're on Twitter. Send me a tweet, send me a DM uh, at LO underscore Syracuse one more time over there. Let me know what you need me to cover heading into football season for Syracuse. There are some things to be excited about. There are some questions that needs to be answered. But Garrett Schrader, uh, I think, has the potential to bring Syracuse back to the bowl, to bowl season into game number 13. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen today and every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. That'll do it for today. Be kind. Uh, make somebody smile today. Do something good for another human being. Smile. Peace. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm Owen. I'll catch you.